she was supposed to go to work the next day. Okay. And that night, um, my husband and I, the night before, my husband and I got a phone call. And um, she was with the guy. And mm-hmm. um, and they were arrested. Wow. So I had never had a child in trouble, period. Right. What did you feel in that moment? I mean, I, I, I can't. Every time I go back to the place, it takes me to a place where it's just very overwhelming. I, I've come a long way because all I did was cry, but it was very, very, um, it was, it was devastating. If mm-hmm. I can use the the word, it was yeah, devastating. I can only imagine. So imagine your child going to prison or going, looking at, you know, going to jail. Like mm-hmm. we're going to start with jail, going okay. to jail. And then I'm still trying to run a business. I'm going in the middle of the night to pick up my two grandchildren. Okay. So my life changed in a moment. Say she calling me, can't come to work. Oh, that's ghetto. It's the fifth. Deadline was the first. Oh, that's ghetto. Payroll do again. Pockets hurt. Oh, that's ghetto. Good idea. Now we buy merch. Oh, that's ghetto. Payment miss. Ooh, the ghetto. Say she quit. Ooh, the ghetto. Late on your rent. Rent is ghetto. New event. Ooh, the ghetto. Invoice in. That ain't ghetto. Money spin. Oh, that's ghetto. Hold on. It's kind of ghetto being a CEO. Welcome back to another episode of the Ghetto CEO Podcast, where we talk about all things being a CEO. A lot of people don't talk about the hardships, the tears we cry at night, trying to live out our dreams and our purposes. Nobody asked for this, but since we're here, we're going to tell the real authentic story. And what we do here at the Ghetto CEO Podcast is we go find people They want to tell their story. They want to actually share what's going on in their lives so that we can know, like, we ain't going through this alone, okay? Now, today, I have an amazing young lady, okay? Are you ready? (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready as I can be. (laughs) I am so excited for this episode because... Listen, your story is just very inspirational. And I think a lot of times when we are watching podcasts, people are like, well, you know, the the industry is kind of getting a little saturated now, right? And people are only interviewing like celebrities and things of that nature. And I'm like, real people got real stuff going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. So welcome to the Ghetto CEO podcast. Let them know who you are. I am Charlene Oglesby. And I have a boutique. I'm the owner of Divine Boutique. And I'm on social media, Divine Boutique 912. Yes. Listen, we finna get into it. So when you think of one word, one word to describe your journey in the CEO life, what is that one word? Ghetto. Ghetto. (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) It's been ghetto. Yes, yes. And I say that because the journey hasn't been easy. Mm -hmm. So it does get a little ghetto. When you have to become everything and everybody in your your, uh, business, that can become ghetto. I mean, that's just, that's, and it has been, I can think of a million and one um, words to use it is you know it's stressful it's still um there's freedom mm-hmm. there there are a lot of words adjectives that I can use to describe um what being a CEO is and I've learned that throughout my journey I've only been doing this for five years but it has been um mostly um but it's been rewarding yeah absolutely I have to say it has been rewarding absolutely. it still is rewarding so you said stress right <laughs> and I think that's the word that a lot of us use like this stressful exactly but what was one of the trigger points for you of stress in your business my personal life okay my personal life took a toll um it it um kind of interrupted when I first began my journey as a business owner what did it look like well um I started my business in 2018 okay and um I you know it's your first business 
This is my first business. Okay, okay. I knew I was in the medical field for many years since 2001. And I always cared. I always wanted to care for people. Mm-hmm. But I always knew that I wanted to do more. I always loved fashion. I, okay. I, I've been loving that since I was a little girl. And when I was younger, my mom had me in modeling. So, And I always tell my mom now, I never knew all the things that you had me in back then mm-hmm. that I was going to have to use today. And I mm-hmm. say that because I have to be everything. I, yeah. You know, there are, you have, um, there are people that have teams. I don't have that. I am yeah. my team right now. Right, absolutely. And so, um, you know, it became stressful on the back end of it because when I initially started, um, I had an opportunity that was presented to me to to go into a brick and mortar. And, you okay. know, when you first start business, you're That's, like trying to get out there right. as hard as you can to put yourself in front of people. Mm-hmm. But you don't you make mistakes. Absolutely. That was a mistake, but it was a so learning you did go mistake. into the brick yes, and mortar. Okay. I went in it with someone. Okay, okay. Number one lesson that I learned from that, never to do that again. Okay, so <laughs> never have, like, do, what about the partnership you felt like wasn't right? Oh, gosh. There was so much dishonesty. Mm. There was so much dishonesty. And the thing about it is because I live in a small place, a small area, okay. which I'm from Jacksonville, Florida, but mm-hmm. my husband is from um, a small area. Okay. And so I don't know a lot of people. I've been there for years, but I still don't know a lot of people. I, I just don't. But um, so when I accepted the opportunity to come in and rent a part of um, the the young lady's um area okay um I didn't know who she was didn't know I didn't really do a background check on her you know basically trying to find out who she was from other people Mm -hmm. um I just trust people that's I think that's a um I trust people I've learned not to a fault I've learned not to trust people as much um but I went into that. Don't you hate that? I hate that. Like, it's like something happened and it's like, dang, I was nice. But now y'all making me crazy. Exactly. (laughs) You know, and I I had, and there were a lot of times because I am, because people think that if you're Christian and Mm -hmm. you're living for God, that you don't, that you're not human. But I'm quick. To tell somebody, I ain't been saved all my life. Let's just get that straight. Okay. <laughs> and Jesus I will get you together. together. <laughs> yes, and I will get you together. Yeah. And then if I have to go and repent, Lord, forgive me. I'll yes. do that too. But yes. I had to um, to learn the. I, it. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna say that everything about it mm-hmm. um, was bad. Okay. Because there were some learn. I learned a lot with that. And, um, but there were a lot of things that were being done behind my back Mm. and people always, um, not everybody, but there are a lot of people, especially women. Okay. We really don't want to see each other succeed. Absolutely. And when people would walk into the store, they were, um, they were going to my side of the store instead of her side of the store. So both of y'all own boutiques. Right. Well, she owned, she Uh, owned, I owned the the clothing part of it. Okay. She owned the, she was, um, she has a business for purses. Got you. So it was like, okay, let me bring you So I thought it was a good idea. You know, we weren't, we weren't competing with each other. That's the way I looked at it. There was no competition because what I had to offer was nothing like what she had to offer. But there were a lot of things that she was doing that was not, that was not, um, being upfront and truthful. And I learned So what was the red flags? Like what, cause you said a lot of it was, cause I know it's a, people that's watching this and listening to this and like okay sound like something i'm going through exactly so what was the red flags of the dishonesty like how did you know because 
you know, a lot of times when things happen, we be like, now, I seen it. You know, we can start pointing back. Yeah. Well, the main thing that really, um, I really start, I started to watch how she would, um, facial expressions give a lot. They give mm-hmm. away a lot. Yeah. And so I would watch how she would watch people come into my side and purchasing things from me. Mm-hmm. So I watched that more so. And then I also had my younger daughter okay. um, working with me and she wanted to work my younger daughter, but didn't want to pay her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, we don't, we don't operate like that. That's yeah. not because my daughter works for me. Mm-hmm. She doesn't work for you. She works for me. Okay. And so if you want her to work for her, it is on, I pay my daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what makes you think you're not going to pay my daughter? Right. And so that was another sign for me. And it, it just continuously, it just started. There were, it was, it was so much um, people. I found out that she wasn't um, paying the tax part of it, the whatever she was supposed to be doing at the back, the people would come from the city. They would come to the, um, my oldest daughter, she was there at that time. And she said, she would call me and she would say, mom, there's somebody here and they're looking mm-hmm. for such as, you know, the person. Mm-hmm. And because she hasn't paid her taxes and all of this. And so I'm, a, I'm, I'm going, what? Mm-hmm. I'm a, you know, I don't know what's going on right, here. Right. And so I was in a six month lease and honey, I was praying all the way through that six months. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm getting up out of here. Yeah, you hear? Cause yeah. she was just doing a lot of stuff that was, that was crazy, crazy. But right. I learned, um, I learned things from her. I learned what I would not tolerate. And I certainly learned that I will not, you know, if God, you know, helps me. I will not go into another building with anyone. I can't. Mm. So it wasn't even, because when you started out, I'm thinking it was like the traffic or whatever. It wasn't the business. Right. It was the collaboration. It was the relationship. Right. It was the personal. It was mm. me learning who she was as a person. Okay. And then when all of the other things came about with the city, the people coming from the city, mm. then I learned, okay, this this woman is not business-like. Right. You know, she she doesn't, this because I'm a professional. Yeah. And so when I see stuff like this going, no, I, I I got to come up out of here. Right, 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 right. And so, um, but even in the midst of all of that, my um, my oldest daughter, mm-hmm. my youngest daughter, she would work part-time because she was going to school and all of that. Okay. But my, you got three daughters? I have three daughters. Okay. And so my oldest daughter, she began to work for me. And, um, and so uh, when she worked for me, in January, to be exact, January the 31st, mm-hmm. she, she began into a relationship. And so the relationship apparently wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Found out a lot of things. But January the 31st, my daughter was arrested. Wow. And so. Arrested I, at the boutique? No, no, not okay. at the boutique. Okay. No, no, not at the boutique. She was arrested. She was supposed to go to work the next day. Okay. And that night, uh, my husband and I, the night before, my husband and I got a phone call. And um, she was with the guy, and mm-hmm. um, and they were arrested. Wow. So I had never had a child in trouble, period. Right. What did you feel in that moment? I mean, I, I, I can't. Every time I go back to the place, it takes me to a place where it's just very overwhelming. I, I've come a long way because all I did was cry, but it was very, very um, – it was it was devastating. If mm-hmm. I can use the the word, it was yeah, devastating. I can only imagine. So imagine your child going to prison or going looking at, you know, going to jail. Like mm-hmm. we're gonna start with jail, going okay. to jail, and then I'm still trying to run a business. I'm going in the middle of the night to pick up my two grandchildren. Okay. So my life changed in a moment. Instantly. Instantly. So what happened? Why did she go to jail? Because um Apparently, the the young man that she was with mm-hmm. was using her car and his mom's car to rob 
um, to rob stores. Oh, wow. And so, um, you know, not only that, he was abusing my child. It was, it was mm. so much in it. So many things that I found out. And he was making her rob the stores with him. Mm. After the first time, um, and, you know, I got a chance to speak with the uh, DA and all of that. Mm. But um, after the first, she did it willingly on the first time. Okay. But after the first time, she was made to do it or she was wow. going to lose her life. You know, all of this came out since she's been in prison. But just imagine. So she's still in prison. No, no, she's out. Oh, and I, I'm going to get to that. Yeah, yes. I'm going to get to that yes. because I know that God is is um, he's an awesome God mm-hmm. because my daughter was looking at four life terms. Wow. Four life terms. So imagine me having to. um to continue to run the business. And for two weeks after this, you know, I had to, I had to wrap my brain around all of this. Absolutely, I just say, you know, I, I really had to, to reevaluate everything and just re-strategize and just soak all of this in and sit in this moment because this is the season that I'm in, right. but I still have a business to run. Right. You know? And so for two weeks I had to, I had to just stop. I had to stop. Yeah, so let's take it back. So January 31st, you get in a call. Of 2018. Mm-hmm. 2018, we get in a phone call. Midnight. Yes. It's late in the night, wee hours, yes. right? We get this phone call. The next day, mm-hmm. what's next? Oh, gosh. What's next is is um, a lot of crying mm-hmm. because I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And I just, I kept going. My husband and I, we kept going to um, the, the local jail yeah, trying to get her a bond. Bond, um, just bond, bond was being denied mm-hmm. one after the other. Yeah. So the next day I just had to um, really sit into this and say, you know, God, you got to help me through this. Right. Because if you don't help me through this, I'm not going to make it. Right. And I know that for certain. Right. I know that because it's a lot. And to know that my, to know that my child was even involved in this yeah. and she didn't have and you to didn't be. you didn't even see it. I did not see it. And I it. think that's the thing. I the saw parents. him. Yeah. Okay. I saw him. I began to see him for who he was. Gotcha. I begin. But once, um, I feel like, uh, once you get into these bad relationships, mm-hmm. they sort of take the, they take, um, the mind of the, of the young lady, if they're yeah. not strong. Yeah. And my daughter was not strong. But I began to see him for who he was. But mm-hmm. at that time, you know, he was threatening my daughter for, you know, her life, mm-hmm. her children's life, all of these things. And I always say she was sleeping with the enemy. Mm-hmm. She was sleeping with the enemy. And there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Because when, um, you know, more and more came out about him and um, when, when he was locked up and he's still there, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I had to really wrap my mind. But I also had to continue life. Right. And it was difficult. I had to run my you business. Had to, where did the kids go? To, with me and my husband. Okay, okay. And so here now I have, they're, they're 12 and, and a nine now. But at that time they were eight and I believe four. Okay. And so, or five. And so I had to, um, uh, I, I just had to figure this out. You know, I'm going, I'm older now yeah. and I'm going through all these changes in my life yes. and, you know, <laughs> menopause, right, if I can just right. keep it real, yeah. all of these things. And so what am I supposed to do with two children? Mm. And so um, I had to go, you know, I had to go back through all of that and going through school and still run my business. Mm. And then my young, you know, my young, I'm facing all of this. And I told my youngest daughter because she was my model at that time. I told her, I said, listen, we got to get back out here. I got to, I got to soak this in, right. but we got to, I got a business to run. At what time frame? So now 
It's January. Now we about, let's just say February. Mm-hmm. We got two kids. You're going through menopause. Your, your husband trying to process it too. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying to process all of these things. At what point did you say, okay, I got to get back to work? It probably was about that. I needed that two-week break. I had to get that two-week break. I mean, I really had to wrap myself around this because it was ugly. Mm -hmm. It was really ugly. It was ugly because I knew what my daughter was facing. Mm -hmm. So that was just, that was a, uh, that was hard for me itself because I knew what she was facing. And then I had to take care of these kids. And so it took me about two weeks Mm -hmm. and then, I just said, God, you know, you got, I just kept, I'm sad. I, I cannot emphasize that enough. I just kept saying, God, you got to help me through this. Yes. You got to carry me through this. Right. And so that's what he did. I and so that. after two weeks, my daughter, I said, Kendra, we got to get back out here and you got to model. Mm. And we literally, we would cry, wipe those tears mm. and we will get out there. Mm. I was the photographer, Resilience. but then once we start going with that, my daughter, my youngest daughter, who was my model, mm-hmm. because I was a photographer, she got married, she got pregnant, she left. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so she left. So she, what was this she time moved. frame? Um, probably about six months, okay, seven months. So that did give me a little time okay. to be with her. But then here I am again. And, you know, it's kind of hard um, when you have I, – I grew up – with self-esteem issues. I've mm-hmm. always been that skinny girl. Yeah. i always been that that um, that person that felt like my nose was too large, my lips was too big. Mm-hmm. I was that person, so I didn't want to model. Even yeah. if even when my mom had me a model in school, I didn't want to model. Mm-hmm. But I had no model. I had mm-hmm. no one that I could depend on. Right. So I just talked to myself, right. and I said, Charlene, you got to do this. Yeah. And But I did hire another young lady but at that time, my followers were picking up. My customers were picking up. Okay. They didn't what, want to what see What time her. frame is this? Is this about 2019? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 2019 going into 2020. Okay. But they weren't connecting with her. Mm. They weren't connect. I wasn't selling with her. They didn't mm. want to see but her. But you picked that up. I pick, I instantly pick it up. Yeah. I picked it up because you can't just, I feel like you can't just be out here um, looking at the amount of money that you're making. You got to look at everything from the back. You yeah. got to figure, you got to figure this junk out, you right, know, just right. to be honest, you got to figure this out. You got to look at those analytics. Mm. You got to look at, okay, is this not moving because she's there? Yeah. Is she too this? She too that? Is she too young? Right. Because, you have to know who your audience is. Mm-hmm. You have to know who your customer is. And my customers are people that are about my age. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so I figured that out and I quickly figured that out. Mm. And so I just had to put myself out there. And that's what I did. Okay. And when I did. Most people wouldn't have did that, right? Like mm-hmm. they would have let that fear overcome them. Mm-hmm. So now we're at 2019, 2020 is your was your daughter did your daughter get out of jail? No, my daughter no. At that okay. time she was no, she was still in in uh jail. She was at the local jail. My do- she spent three and a half years at the local jail. Wow. And so um she had a mental breakdown. Wow. So um when she had the mental breakdown, I felt like I had that mental breakdown because it was mm. horrible. What happened? She would call 
Have you been completely isolating yourself in business? Like, you don't have people that you could do this business with. Well, you need coworkers, and that is why we created the Entrepreneur's Coworkers Community. This allows you to be able to develop relationships with other people in your community. So in the Entrepreneurship Coworkers Community, we have a complete Slack channel where you get to talk to other CEOs just like you. We give you a quiz to find out who you are and what type of CEO you are. And in this quiz, you get to meet other CEOs that may be more creative or traditional or hybrid we have these ceos there for you but even taking it up a notch we have local chapters in your city from atlanta to dallas to new york to houston to chicago chapters in your city where we're actually linking up every single month to work together linking up to go to brunch together having fun together doing community service outreach like this is a section of our life where we can really co-work and mingle with other people it's time for you to get some co-workers sis and this community is completely free just because you're watching this podcast all you have to do is stop pause the podcast click the link below take the assessment get in the community and i'll see you there bye co-worker back to the episode she just had a really bad mental breakdown and that was in that was in 2019 okay also she had the mental breakdown and uh she would call because um, she was hearing um, voices that were telling her that her family was dead. And I would be on, at that time, everything was Zoom. Right. And so I would be at the court for her um, with on the Zoom. And she would, like, call every two or three minutes. Are you, mommy, are you are you dead? Where's daddy? Is he dead? Yeah. Where are my kids? I mean, she really had a mental breakdown. Right. But um, all it is now is the pandemic. Oh my now, God. you know what I'm saying? Your daughter is going through this. Your other daughter done left and yes. went, got married, had a baby. Yes. She, she done ran away from the exactly. situation. And where's your husband at this time? Like, how is he feeling? He is the pro- He's probably the strongest person I have ever oh. met in my life. And if it wasn't for him, just, just really helping me through it, too, because he owns his own business also. So okay. he's trying to run his business, but he's very strong. Mm. He's very strong, and he just kept encouraging me and just saying, you can do this. We yeah. got this. We, we got to keep going. We have to keep going. And I'm telling you, I, there were days I would be on bawling yeah, on I the floor imagine. because I just felt like the load was so heavy. And when my daughter had that breakdown, mm-hmm. it was horrible. Yeah. It was horrible. And I literally, I literally felt like I was losing my mind. Wow. But I just knew, again, God, you got to carry me you through gotta this. You got to carry me. And, and I you know, one thing that I, I hear you saying is this started in 2018. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when we are, like, going through things, in, personally, especially as an entrepreneur, we feel like I and I always make this joke about how um, I read the story of Job, mm-hmm. and I was like, yes. God, how long was that period from when you took it and then you doubled exactly. it? You know what I mean? Like, was that one year, two months, ten months? You know what I'm saying? But I'm hearing your story. You like this is years going oh, by, yeah. and you're still like, God, just carry me. Yes, yes, and that's what I and I read Job a lot. Mm-hmm. I read Job a lot because I I felt like I was losing everything. Thing and everything was coming against me um but I, I did because at the end of Job he got everything back and he doubled it mm-hmm. God doubled it because yeah. of his faith yes not because he didn't get tired no nope. there were many times that Job did get tired and that's the way I felt I felt tired yeah I felt like giving up but I did not give up and everybody told him to give up yes even his <laughs> wife. wife his wife was the first one right, you know right. but the good thing about it is my husband never told me mm, that I love so it. yes and so that's what that kept me going as well and those kids those two girls yeah. those girls were looking at somebody that was going to give them some stability mm-hmm. they needed that 
that. And so I had that weight on my shoulder as well. I got to, I got to stand tall for these girls. I would go in my restroom. I would cry Mm -hmm. and I would wipe my tears and I would come out, come back out. I got, I'm not going to lose my business. I'm not going to lose my mind. And I just said, told the devil, you are a lie. It's not going to happen. Yes. And one thing, so one thing that I don't hear us talk about is the middle child. What was the, how was the middle child? What was she doing? She was in her own world. Mm. She still is in her own world. She and I never had a close relationship. We never had a close relationship. And you had a close relationship with the oldest and the youngest. Yes. I always had a close relationship with her. She didn't, we didn't have that. She was just that child that, that, um, we just didn't have it. We didn't have it. And to this day, we still don't have it. And you know, there were many times, um, that she faulted me for she faulted me for a lot of things that went on in her life mm. and you know I would go to her a, a plenty of times and just say I'm sorry I'm yeah. sorry I'm sorry about the decisions that I made or what you felt like I made mm-hmm. and then there were they came a point that I said I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm sorry anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know you're a grown woman now right 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 <laughs> you're still thinking about things that happened years ago when yeah. you were a child. Come on now. Yeah. You know? So how did you feel in this moment? Because now your oldest, you got a relationship with your oldest daughter, but she's in prison. Mm-hmm. You can't, and I already know, like, as a mother, like, I know my mom always wants to just keep me from everything. Yes. So your older, oldest daughter is in prison. Mm-hmm. Your youngest daughter done left the hole. She done exited the group chat. She done went, got married, you know, all the things. And then your middle daughter, y'all relationship is you know, mm-hmm. in distress, how do you feel in this moment? But you know what? To um, My youngest daughter, mm-hmm. even though she moved, okay, we have the closest. We've always So she been, didn't just Oh, like, no, no, no. No, no. She <laughs> yeah. didn't say peace. I yeah. see y'all. I see you. Right. I can't do no, this. Yeah. I'm going to get my band <laughs> no. and my baby. <laughs> no, she is not that person. Okay, that okay. She is not. She stood 10 toes down. Yes, I love that. 10 toes down with us because, um, you know, even though she had her life. And I understood that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I understood she yeah, had her I life. Gotta, I got to go. Yeah, yeah, I could not stop that. Right. And I, but I was. Now, I, I have to be very transparent. I was upset. I was angry with mm-hmm. her because I, I felt like she left me. You left me That's with like this yes. abandonment because it's like I you got if in one moment it's all of this is yes. together and then it's like it keeps spiraling mm-hmm. I, and then a lot of times people that are entrepreneurs, we have a trait of like control. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. And so we, that's why we start businesses so we can control mm-hmm. parts of our mm-hmm. life and like this side, a lot of times personally, we can't control things. That's exactly and right. And so I just wonder like how you felt yeah. when you couldn't be in control and you had to like, okay, God. Yeah. Yeah. It. Cause, and that's so true because I have that, I have that, I've always grown up with that type of personality mm-hmm. that I wanted to control everything. I couldn't control this. Yeah. I couldn't control my daughter being in prison. Yeah. I couldn't control my my daughter, my youngest daughter going off and getting married and mm-hmm. starting her own family. I couldn't control any of that. Mm-hmm. Only thing I can control is what I had in front of me. Yes. I could control that. I can control. I could begin to control how I would react to all of this. Mm-hmm. How I, w- I had to stand up for my daughter even even in the jail. Yeah. You know, I had to stand up to those people. I got mm-hmm. a boldness that I feel like came from God. There were many times I probably would have been arrested by my mouth because yeah. of my mouth, but I let them know that they weren't going to mistreat my daughter. Absolutely. You know, that it was just hands down. Wasn't going to happen right. that way. And they began to respect me for that. Yeah. And they came to me and they told me, you know, if any, when my, when my daughter went from jail to prison, mm-hmm. they would always tell me if there's anything that I needed to please contact me. So I gained that respect mm. with them. 
just having those that that conversation and just standing up and being strong. Yes. So now we at twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Where's the business? How's the business doing? At I this was point? I was working part time. I'm sorry, I were working full time and only still working part time with my business. Okay. And then when the pandemic happened. Thing, of course, you know, everybody's kind of, they're homebound now. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I began to see a turn that went for the bet for okay. the better for my, um, with my business. Yes. And so, um, my full-time job was working my nerves. <laughs> okay. Because yes. I, you know, people feel like, um, you need them. Yeah. They feel like you need them, even though you bring everything you bring to the table you need them. Mm-hmm. And so I, I didn't need you. I was only there for the insurance part to right. be very honest Period. about it. Exactly. I only needed the insurance. Yeah. My husband owns his own business. Right. I, I don't, I don't need this and I'm not going to um, take kiss this. your butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just not going to do it. Right. And so I was working really hard with my business and, but I wasn't allowed to, to, because I had a full-time job, it didn't allow me to work full-time with my business. But when the pandemic happened, mm-hmm. that gave me, the, the, um, the, um, chance to work full time with my business. Okay. And I said, okay, I can do this. I can do this. And the, this gives me more time to really, um, research, do more of what I needed to do to grow my brand. Yes. So, I love that. So here we, like we, what I want to tell people is that, you know, it's a journey. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's a journey to get there. So 2020, the business started to turn mm-hmm. around at this point, you started the business in 2018. Mm-hmm. What was your revenue in 2018? <laughs> Little to none. Little to, and that's why I be telling people it takes Little time. to none. It takes time. So okay. it, it really does. In 2019, little to none. Yeah. It really was. 2020, mm-hmm. I said, okay. I see, I, when I begin to look at the analytics, mm-hmm. I say, I see some stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it started began to, to grow. Uh, it was exactly. an trend. But also... I started to understand the analytic part mm, of it because I, when you go into this, yeah. you're only seeing those sales and you're only saying that you're only saying that, you know, you see what you see, mm-hmm. but do you really understand what's going on on the back end of this thing? Exactly. And that's no, when I was starting to see that. Okay. Yeah. So the business is, is 2020. How's 2021? What did the business do? Even better. Okay. It, it begins to scale even more. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm not six figures. I, I I'm, I'm not there. I yeah, have to be honest. I'm not we, there. But I think people, and one thing that I always like to tell people is there is a thing called progression. Mm-hmm. And you need to have progress. Like, I tell people a lot of times we're trying to smaller the pie. We're trying to go from zero to a million. But let, why not zero to a thousand? Exactly. A thousand to two thousand. Exactly. 2, like if you just take one step forward, you're going to get to where you're going. But you keep trying to run and sprint. Like let's let's go. Let's go at the pace. God's pace. That's exactly you know right. I mean? Because a lot of people think it's going to happen overnight. And there, mm-hmm. you know, there may there are a lot of people. There are some people that it may happen to overnight. Right. I'm just not that person. Right. I'm still trying to get to where I need to go. I'm I love still. You. Far from where I want to be, yes. but I see, I see the growth since 2018. I love you know, it. you have to sit down and you got to look at these the, the things on the back end of yes. this thing, and that's the good good thing about it. I've been able to do that, and um, my daughter is home. You know, again, yes. my daughter she was looking at four life terms, so right. I have all of that. What behind year did me. she come home? She just came home in April of this year. Oh, look yeah. at God. Yeah. Yes. I, listen, look at God yes. because He stepped in, and I'm gonna tell you something. Even in the the day of her sentencing, mm-hmm. I'll never forget. It was in um, uh, 
July, July the 15th to be ex- I'm sorry, not July, not July. Um, I think it was April the 15th, okay. somewhere around. No, she came home in April. February the 15th, okay. I'm sorry. February the 15th, she was sentenced. She was being sentenced. Again, my daughter was looking at four years and uh, four life terms. Mm-hmm. It came out the, the judge's mouth. Nobody was there. And I always say, God, you had me there to see what a miracle looks like. Mm. When there was no one in there but myself and then, you know, the 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 um judges and you know the judge and my the attorneys and all of that and my daughter and the judge it came out of the judge mouth 20 years he said she had to do 20 years but I'm telling you God is so faithful and he is uh he's aligns I have been praying just for God to keep angels around my daughter and to keep um the people that need to be aligned in this that was my everyday prayer to protect her and align the people that need to be aligned and that's what he did even down to the da my daughter went through three da's the first two uh, da's she didn't stand a chance they didn't want it they they wanted my daughter to do life with Mm. this the third da was the angel that god sent that i had been praying for Mm. that when that judge told my daughter you will do 20 years that da stood up and he spoke on behalf of my DA. And I want to know how many DAs will do that. Right. So at February 15th, the judge said, you about to, I'm going to 20 years. 20 years. And the DA said, not He today. stood up and he told, he said what he said. I can't, I can't remember exactly what he said, but I do remember him saying, I believe your honor that we will never see her again. And the judge mm-hmm. instantly changed. He, he had already, I, I can't even stress that enough. He had already said 20 years. He instantly changed it, changed it to five years. And my daughter walked off, walked out in four years and three months. Ooh, Listen, Jesus. I'm telling you, I have a reason. Yeah. So th- that's why I don't worry about my business. Right. Always, because God has already shown me what a miracle yeah. looks like. Absolutely. And he reminds me that if I'll take care of you through that process, what do you think I'll do for you and your business? That's it. <laughs> Just being here. Yeah. This was a wow moment for me yeah. to be here because I knew that God was aligning this. I mm. knew that. I knew that. I love that you transparently got the opportunity to tell your story. And um, one thing before we go, Mm -hmm. I got one last question. Um, I watched the Angie Martinez podcast, right? And she always asks these questions before she goes. And she says, on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you? I'll say 100 now. Oh, I'll say 100. I'll say, and I'm going to say I have more of joy Mm. than happiness. You know, happiness is for the moment. Yeah. You're happy when, when it's your there your ha- your happiness is happening when you're happy in that moment. Yeah. But what if something changes? Right. What if something changes? So I always say I have joy. Mm-hmm. I have joy because I made it through what I've made it through, yes. and my business is doing well. But you know, I it, it's. I got a lot to go. I got a long way to go still. Let's go. Well, <laughs> yes, listen, let's y'all. do this. Listen, this <laughs> was a good, good. <laughs> episode thank you um i hope y'all took that and got encouragement you may not be going through that exact situation but i want you to hear the triumph of how sometimes we don't understand that god will just carry us you know like you don't have to have it all figured out i'm pretty sure january 2018 you did not see that happen in february if you're over here on youtube watching the podcast listen i need you to do me a favor if you love me do me this favor pull out your phone right now and go to apple Podcasts or spotify Podcasts or anywhere that you actually listen to podcasts at right 
I need you to subscribe and leave a review. Listen, the way podcasts work is the streets don't know we doing good if it's not on the audio version. The YouTube version don't really count, okay? So go over there, leave us a review, and let us know how much you love the podcast. Now back to the episode. Not at all. You know what I'm saying? Of this year. So I want you guys to know that you just need to lean in and allow God to carry you on this journey because entrepreneurship is giving very much ghetto. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe to keep watching these episodes so we can keep bringing real people that be going through real-ish. See you guys later.